Hi there, folks. My name is Emily. My name is Elk. And this is Oh My Word, a podcast where we discuss movies, books, musicals, TV shows. I usually say that faster, but apparently I don't know what we talk about. I mean, I do. I just, you know, here's the thing. When it rains outside, but we are stuck, not stuck. I mean, we elect to stay in our underground bunker. It gets really humid in here because of our our filtration system and a whole bunch of things. And it sort of muddles my mind and slows me down. So anyway, we, Elt and I, on Oh My Word, discuss movies, books, musicals, TV shows, etc., and tell you what to expect when you when you read them or watch them. Okay, for the record, this made-up humidity thing, or whatever it was that Emily was just referring to, is part of our training to withstand temperatures in the jungle. So the fact that she is unappreciative of what we are doing right now, the training and the endurance the training that we're going through right now, just don't let her make you feel sorry for her. I don't think I can make anyone feel anything. I think if they choose to feel sorry for me because they're kind, warm-hearted people, then that's their prerogative. And if I give them information that leads to that, that's, but it's still on them. Okay, it still doesn't get out of Emily trying to get out of jungle training, which is just very not responsible of you right now. But we are responsible. <laughs> and we are responsible because we tell you about our pearl clutchingness when it when it doth occur. So we have a very, uh, I can't even explain the amount of time and work that has gone into constructing our very, very scientific pearl clutching scale. It's, it's just, it's, it's, it's a lot. And we do for, for violence, language, and romance on a scale of zero to four. Zero being very, very good and four being, why is this here right now? And we can't go more into the specifics of it as to how we came up with it because it is a very secret formula, highly classified, only accessible to mine and else eyes and ears, kind of like the secretness of the book that we are discussing today. Oh, smooth. Look at that. See, the humidity training has worked. You got a segue. <laughs> oh, that's true. Well, sometimes they just, they just come, you know, sometimes there's just the magic. So today we are talking about the name of this book is Secret by Pseudonymous, 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 that's how we would pronounce it, Pseudonymous Bosch, which in case you're wondering, is a pseudonym. So, but who knows the author's real name? It's a secret. Uh, This book is about Cass, who discovers a secret magician's kit. And together with her friend, Max Ernest, they have to thwart the evil plan um, and save the magician. We have given it a 1.5 for violence. A zero for romance and a zero for language. So it's a, what is it, like middle grade? Yeah, I think it's officially book? middle grade. I think the, the kids might get older as the series goes on because there's five books in this series. But mm. they do start off as middle graders. I think they're like 11 or 12 or something. It's one of those books also where also you have to suspend belief a little bit <laughs> because... right. These kids are often doing certain things. You're like, I don't think they could actually be doing that. But at the same time, it's kind of part of writing for middle grade that if you want kids to have an adventure, you're going to have to do that. You could tell already from the name of the book that there's a lot of cleverness to it. 
especially when it starts and it's like, okay, I have a very big secret, but I can't tell you. Oh, I wasn't supposed to tell you I have a very big secret, right? So you get a lot of that, like, okay, there's a girl. Okay, I can't tell you what she looks like because she's still out there. I don't want you to find her and it's very secret. The only thing I'll tell you, okay, I'm going to make up a name for her. Okay, there's this boy. Oh, I can't tell you about him either, but we'll just call him this, right? So there's a lot of that throughout the book, which you might get to the point where you're like, all right, just speak, just speak straight already. <laughs> you know, but at the same time, you could see why it would be a lot of fun for kids and why that would be why it's just a fun thing in general. This whole, like, there's a secret, but I can't tell you because it's such a secret. Okay, I'll let you this. Oh, my God, I can't believe I just told you that. Like, I think he, like, just toes the line. He might sometimes go over it, but I think he mostly toes the line of keeping it fun and light without being too corny with the whole everything's secret. You shouldn't read this, and this is, I can't tell you about it. I, I think it's, he pretty much strikes a good balance. Yeah. Well, especially because, yeah, things are happening and um, he creates this whole thing about people who can, uh, they see like smells or they hear, like they hear colors, they see colors. Synesthesia, right? I think it's a real thing. Right. Okay. So he, he, he uses that as, as uh, there's like a whole secret group of people who have to capture these people to find out the secret and it's going to give them, you know, all the answers in the universe are going to come from these kinds of people. Or, right. Like this whole, he basically um, highlights that and like goes, there's a lot with that. And then um, he also brings in some like ancient Egyptian stuff. So he's throwing in like a lot of that Mm. also. Um, The biggest thing is, so on the one hand, you have this whole, you know, secret I can't tell you that or whatever. And on the other hand, you have like a level of almost zaniness or craziness that it sometimes also seems like a bit much. Like, uh, for example, Max Ernest, his parents are not divorced, but they should be divorced. And they like divide the house exactly in half. So he has one half of his room is, is in his mother's part of the house. And one half of his room is in his father's part of the house, but he's not allowed to cross. Like neither parents allowed to cross over to the other side, right? If they're in, in the kitchen, the kitchen is exactly divided in half with one half of being his mom's half and one half being his dad's half. And he like sits in the middle. So also the parents, because he, well, he's basically a messed up kid because they're, they're taking him to therapists like all the time. Right, he's not in, he's basically not in a healthy home situation. No, so basically, not at all. yeah. They're like, you're trying to figure out why I talk so much. And then he kind of drops at one point, like maybe talk so much because he has to cover up his feelings, you know, because he's not feeling things. So he talks to like, so he kind of drops it in one time, but it is like a bit much. They have a kid like this who's just like always just has been through like 40 therapists already. And then, right. Cass has this thing where she's this, she's a survivalist. So she always walks around with her backpack. That's got, you know, survival equipment in it. Right, like a flashlight, rope, yeah. snacks, band-aids, whatever you would need in an emergency. And she's always cast like Cassandra. So she's always predicting that there's going to be emergencies at her school, even though there never are. You know, there's they're going to find toxic waste or they're going to explode. I don't know, whatever the thing is. Right. But no one ever believes her until this one thing actually does happen, right, that they find the magician's secret and they follow the trail. What were those books we talked about quite a while ago now about a detective like on the on the sea? He he works at a hotel. He's the Oh, finder. Malamander. Yes, Malamander. Okay. This I like Malamander is, better though. <laughs> no, I I agree. I think the name of this book is Secret is an interesting mix of Malamander, some of the uh, CIA slash police kid stories that we've read and also Lemony Snicket because it has adventure, right? And they're doing these daring things that kids in the CIA would do, but it has that mystery angle and I can't quite talk about it that Mal- Malamander has. 
And then we, I'll talk about Lemony Snicket a little bit more later. So it has like elements of all these others, which maybe because we read all those others first, this book didn't stand out in quite the same way. Oh, maybe. He, it's also, um, there are certain things that are very like subtly done. Not necessarily mm. like Cass stays, her, her mother's going on vacation. So she stays with her two grandfathers, which if this would have been like 40 years ago, I'd be like, oh, two bachelors just living, you know, living together. Now I'm like, are they, those are probably gay grandfathers. He doesn't, it's not specifically said in the book, but you kind of get, when you have two older men, unmarried older men, because also I don't think it says anything about that. It doesn't say anything about marriage, I think, actually. But we'll just say when there's two older men and there's no woman and there's no mention of a, of a wife or of a, of a previous wife, and there's no mention of kids or anything like that. It's just the set of it. It seems like nowadays your first thought is like, oh, they're probably gay. So it's like there, but like not there, you know? And then yeah. there's one point where Cass has this like nightmare about um, she's in this whole thing. She has to end up in the spa thing, blah, whatever. She has a nightmare and she looks and all of a sudden she sees the gold, like she sees the golden arches and what, what are we doing here? Why is, you know, basically McDonald's, but McDonald's uses meat the way they process meat and the way they do that. And it just causes global warming and we're all going to die, da, 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 whatever. So he also like mm. slips in that like climate change ness, which, Oh, look, this is a jokey book, but like, no, really, this is like a real thing sort of thing. He puts it in. Um, so it's very subtle when like he does stuff like that, which on the one you're like, okay, whatever. And then I'll do things like he'll use a word and then I'll be like, Go look up the word. And then, like, two sentences later, he'll be like, I told you to look up this word, like, because he uses it again. <laughs> right? That's kind yeah. of more of where your lemony snake kind of stuff a little bit comes in. Right. Yeah, I think that he has some of these themes, which I wouldn't anticipate in a middle grade book, like the divorced parents and going to a therapist. And Right. Well, now you can expect the same-sex couples in pretty much any age group. But some of these things, which they kind of work because he deals with them in a funny way like max Ernest's parents splitting their house down the middle like it's so absurd that it's funny so it almost just works because it's in this absurd world but then he does slip in that thing about oh maybe i talk too much to cover up my feelings and that's really real and then so like the the tone of the book goes back and forth between real stuff and this hyperbolic world and it I, I just think it's it's an interesting like it doesn't qu- it didn't quite work for me right. I guess I thought it was fun but then sometimes I was just jarred out of the story because it the tone shifted too much right it's like a genre mashup but of mm-hmm. but like in a different way because there are especially there are middle grade books now that deal with either mental health or divorce or things like that in a in a like a more serious way that also adds humor to it but here you're starting off mm-hmm. with the whole humor you know, hyperbolic, you're already starting off in that thing. So sometimes when it's come to serious stuff, it's almost like you expect the serious stuff to be more like, if we don't do this, everyone's going to die sort of thing, which, okay, we're on a mystery adventure. So it makes sense when it's like that kind of serious versus like, oh, by the way, I've got deep psychological issues. You're like, what? <laughs> what? Are, what? Are, which book am I reading again? By the way, we didn't really go into our ratings, most, mostly because language and romance were both a zero, which means there's no hint of romance, which is nice between any of the characters like Cass and Max Ernest, which is where you would usually find it. I guess since the grandfathers, they could be gay, but he doesn't say, at least in this first book, he doesn't say anything about them being gay. So that's not an issue. They don't, there's no romance or any sort of relationship evinced by any of the characters. Right. Language is a zero, but the violence is a 1.5. 
because it is a an adventure story where they have to go save this other kid and there's kidnapping and things explode and their lives are threatened by Dr. Mauvais and Mrs. L. So, you know, sort of... Oh, no, you, you mix them up. <laughs> oh, Mr. Mauvais and... No, Doc... Miss, Miss, Miss Mauvais and Dr. L. Oh, that's what it was. <laughs> anyway, so, but, you know, they're big villains, so it's sort of like the... Yeah, they're very creepy villains. Like, they always describe her, especially Miss Mauvais, she's got this, like, perfect... She's almost, like, overly Botox, Stepper, Stepford mm-hmm. wife kind of look, right? And then all of a sudden, like, one of her gloves comes off, and it's, like, old, 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 bony oldness. So, like, that's where we realize yeah. that she's basically decaying, even though her face is so rigidly perfect. That's, that was the other thing that made me think of Lemony Snicket. Not not specifically Miss Mauvais, but the way that bad things actually can and did happen. You know, a lot of kids' books, it's, you know, the bomb is almost going to go off, but they save it in the nick of time, which is one way of telling a story. But in Lemony Snicket, you know, in Series of Unfortunate, series of unfortunate Events, bad things actually happen. Characters really die, things burn, people are lost. And in this book, it's not quite to the same extent, but it, there are real life consequences for these very not real life adventures. And we can't say anything more because the rest of what we'd have to say is going to, it's just going to be secret. Yeah. So thank you so much for listening and we'll catch you next time. Cheers, people. <laughs> oh My Word podcast is brought to you by the Pearl Clutching Basement Dwellers at Oh My Word. Follow us on Instagram for updates at Oh My Word podcast. Or like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. For full episode notes and details, visit eltenabom.com. Music is by Tim Berg. See you next time.